Hello, earbuds. It's me, Hannah Hart, coming to you live from where I'm speaking. <gasps> now, today, we're going to be doing things a little bit different. You see, with the rise of the Delta variant and the, in my opinion, inevitable reality of another shutdown, hopefully, probably, I think maybe we should all just try again. Who knows? Anyway, we thought it might be fun to go all the way back to the beginning of this horrible pandemic and see, rather, listen to our first takes. And remember, if you've yet to uh, accept the fact that vaccines are good things and that they work, I encourage you to go ahead and take this opportunity to go get vaccinated. Just go for it before the vaccine resistant strain comes out, you know? Haha! <laughs> anyway, please go get vaccinated and please enjoy. Welcome to Pandemic. Analyze this. <laughs> yes. Welcome to Pandemic. Analyze this. Welcome to Coping with COVID. The Analyze This um, not live, but really close to live special slash not special slash our new way of life question mark oh my goodness you know and i keep coming up against this thought so often for me a way to unstick myself if i'm feeling really depressed and stuck is to like leave the house and see a loved one like a good friend and like i can't do that right now and it's like bonkers. By the way, analyzes uh, earbuds. Hi, oh, earbuds. Hello. How are you guys coping? Are you guys okay? Please let us know either on Patreon or on Twitter. Um, let us know how you're doing because this can be a really, really tough time for your mental health and your physical health. So we love you. We're thinking of you. We're thinking of your families. Mm -hmm. uh, do you know that I have a 65-plus-year-old loved one who yesterday, get this, Hannah, went to Costco. Dude, the boomers are like, I don't know what's wrong with them. Asking they're for not, it. They, what is wrong with they them? Don't, they don't live in fear the way we do. It's like they don't, they're like, I, I don't know. They don't, I had to yell at my mom. I was like, do not take the bus. Oh my God, your mom um, was taking the bus? My dad takes the bus all the time. Cause he's like, yay, public transportation. I'm helping the earth. And also I love urban knowledge. But I <laughs> But um, yeah, I was like, no. Uh, I mean, it comforts I, me so much to hear you say that because I thought that my sixty plus sixties plus year old loved ones were um, uniquely, uh, how do I say this, um, death wishy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, they're much. I think they're my mom and dad are much more cautious now. Um, that you yelled at them as it was appropriate? Uh, yes. And, and that uh, the government has mandated that people in their 60s stay indoors? Indeed. You know what? I'm trying not to get all ragey about the fact that uh, about a month ago, maybe five, six weeks ago, I was at my sister's house and I was like, hey, you guys, this is like the first day any news about coronavirus came out. And I was yeah. like, it's kind of scary, right? And then both my mom and sister like made fun of me. Mm. and yelled at me kind of and then also mm. made me cry and now i'm like oh who was right <laughs> okay anyways oh i just scared my cat 
<laughs> good. It's good to process those feelings of rage. You Oh, you scared your cat? Oh, speaking of which, there's good news in this scary time, and that today is what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be processing our fears, processing our worries for our loved ones, and discussing the arrival of Hannah Gelb's teeny tiny baby kitty. So, enjoy. thoughts that I want to express really fast. Thought number one, if our parents' parents were still alive, I feel that we would be closer to them than ever because I feel like we'd all be talking about survivalist hoarding and taking things seriously. But our parents' generation, I don't know if it's because they're scared or what, they just they're like, it'll be what it'll be. And I'm like, this has to be, this has to be simply because they're too afraid to even process the fact that they're afraid. You know, I mean, I hesitate to make generalizations, but I, um, I'm very tempted. I'm, to. I mean, I love doing that. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think as a result of so many people staying home and not buying things and stuff closing, the like emotional and mechanical machinery of the United States has been pulled back and where you might have been expecting to see like a nice hardwood floor it's just a pile of moldering pigeon shit (laughs) and like some angry raccoons (laughs) it's so backwards I mean like okay I went to okay don't get mad at me I did go to a bakery today I washed my hands very thoroughly but like those people are working Getting paid, what, $11 an hour? I'm working from home doing nothing. Like, nothing. I mean, it's just so revealing how much, like, office work is just fucking bullshit. And I don't understand why everyone's pretending, like, I mean, okay, at my job, you know, I work at the university. All the students are, no student, no one is on campus. Campus is closed. Like, all classes are moved online for spring quarter there are no events and yet and everyone's like okay everyone let's all go work from home like work on fucking what well i think that they like they just need to pay you hannah because it's your livelihood that's what they're doing well that's true you know i mean i wish i bet what is we all know what is cosmically unfair about the structure of this country is that some corporations and some business owners won't pay their employees even though they're not working uh even though they can't work and do their job like maggie my little sister works in retail and amazing this is a small business it's like personally owned etc it's not a big global store or anything like that and amazingly they've shut down for the next two weeks and they're paying all their employees that's awesome isn't that amazing and, like, yeah. that's the kind of attitude and responsibility that we need to feel towards each other. And, mm-hmm. like, we, we can't get so debilitated by how unfair it is that we're not prompted to action, you know? Mm-hmm. We have to stay motivated to action. And, like, dude, dude, if Bernie, when... <sighs> <laughs> like, if it's going to be... The way it looks like it's going to be, we're going to have to stay motivated without the, the hope of Bernie Sanders being president. I mean, all this has done is exactly what you said. It's pulled back the wooden floorboards and revealed 
what a big functionless pile of shit our system is set up as. We have no fail safes. We didn't even have uh, Trump closed the pandemic flu department, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but we're not a news podcast. Okay, this is the news. If you want to learn <laughs> right. about this stuff, go listen to the news. That's not us. That's not what mm-hmm. we're here to do. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. here to talk about how we're coping with COVID. And you're right. I could complain about the U.S. government slash capitalism all day long. Exactly. But we're not. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the good things that we still have. The the uh, joyous and beautiful things that make life worth living no matter what's going on. Exactly. And fortuitously, Hannah Gelb, I believe we have not yet introduced her to our earbud community, but you have a special friend who is going on this COVID journey with you. <laughs> yes, I adopted a kitty and um, man, good timing. I got her on the third, I believe it was. Very, not very knowing, spontaneously. Not knowing that I would be working from home alone <laughs> at that time. And roommateless. Hannah has no and roommates. And roommateless. Cur- yeah. And um, oh my goodness, it's just been. I can't wait to watch your descent into madness, Gelb. I mean, maybe this is where you start like really painting <laughs> crazy shit. Oh, I, I hope so. God. Because you're just alone. I mean, and I would like it if you stopped going out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, buddy. Uh, I oh thank you. You I can go on a jog. Concern. Yeah, I can go on a jog. Um, speaking of okay, wait. Okay, first I will uh, first I will continue talking about my kitty. Tell um, us the whole Fiona story. Oh, let me. I'll cut that part. Tell us. <laughs> yes. uh, tell us the whole story of your kitty baby manifestation. You yes. Well, I was uh, as you all know, I love cats. <laughs> and uh, just side note. Just because I have a cat of my own now does not mean I am abandoning my Instagram story of uh, neighborhood kitties. That will continue to be updated. Um, so my roommates, I was living with a couple and they wanted to live on their own because they've been together for like, you know, four or five years. Totally understandable. Um, and the reason I'd never had a cat before. And they were because... they were tired of you trying to like crawl into the center of their bed every night. <laughs> That's right. I need a lot of snuggles. I think people really underestimate how much snuggles are needed. And if people living alone, heterosexual men, all heterosexual men are so below their snuggle like, quota, quota needed, needed snuggle quota. Like, I don't understand how they fucking do it. Um, uh, so anyways, one of them was is allergic to cats. So we didn't have a cat. And then they moved out. And I was like, OK, <laughs> within like 48 hours, within like 48 hours, I was uh, checking the Humane Society website like eight to 10 times every single hour. Um, and uh, oh, the sun's coming out a little bit. It's kind of rainy today, but sun's coming out anyways. So. <sighs> What was I saying? So I saw, I found a, a beautiful kitty that I really liked. She looked amazing. She was uh, like about 30 miles away at a different neighborhood's humane society. But then she was gone so fast. So I looked again and I saw this beautiful kitty and um, I was like, well, I don't know. You know, I'm, the house is weird and stuff's going to be moving in and the new roommate's coming and I'm going to move stuff around. Like maybe I should wait until everything's all settled. And I was just like, you know what? Fucking no, I'm going to get a kitty today. How how did you, so what made you decide to push past all that hesitation? Was it like, Oh, I don't want to miss out on this kitty. Like I missed out on the last kitty. I think so. Yeah. Um, it was that, 
So was it just, the feeling of, you know, there's never going to be a perfect time to adopt a rescue animal? I'm just going to go today. I think so. Yeah. And also just like my, you know, my, uh, the part of my DNA helix that just has kitty faces on it. It's like, <laughs> just, you just, th- this is more, this overrides all, like, exactly. There's no perfect time. Kitty is needed. Like food, shelter, kitty. That's what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> food, shelter, kitty, man. Yeah. Food, shelter, kitty. I gotta kitty. be honest. I was definitely still scared. Like, I was scared uh, at the shelter. I was scared spending all the money. Not, like, on the adoption, but, like, you know, getting all this stuff and the food. And and then uh, there was a day after that I was like, <laughs> like, oh, my God. What? Have? So much responsibility. I'm going to have her for the rest of my life. I don't know how anybody has children. But that has all faded away. And, I mean, she is just, ah. Uh, she and also so when I went to describe the kitty using yeah describe her okay and first I will I will say okay so I went into her little room where she was and she was with this other like big tomcat like hiding behind a towel and the tomcat kept trying to walk up to her and she was like um but I put my little my hand in next to her little face uh, behind the towel and then she started rubbing it and she started purring and I was like this is the one <laughs> you have been chosen <laughs> I was like madam I will take this cat uh, <laughs> and she was a little shy at first but now she's like really come out of her shell and she's oh my god she sleeps with me in my bed and she curls up with me and and and, and she's, she's got just, such a womanly face about her. Like, she's a young cat. She's small. And she's got... She's small. She's small. But her face <laughs> is so wise. Like, when that cat... When you take a picture... Look, let's be honest. When we take a picture of Charles's face, it's not like, ooh, what mysteries lie beyond those eyes. <laughs> it's more like, is that a is that a weird doll muppet? He's like, what? <laughs> Charles, Charles's face in photos looks like a state of, huh? Yeah? What? Yeah, you know, yes. at all times. Yes. But it's so cute. I feel like your beautiful kitty baby has just, um, <laughs> just such a soulful gaze. You know, <gasps> she does. But what about the naming process? I mean, so so here, you, here you are as a single person, independent mm-hmm. person, going forward and taking on a new life into your care. And mm-hmm. Hannah Ruth Gelb, I will say. <laughs> I think responsibility looks good on you. Ah, oh, my buddy. Thank you so much. That is, I really appreciate that. Truly. Um, I, uh, I, you know, surprised myself a little bit. I'm like, oh, this is, this is working out just fine. You know, it shows yeah. that you are fully capable. I mean, look, when you have a, someone in your, this is why pets and animals are so healing and so important is that this is like, literal physical proof and evidence for you yourself to look at and think oh I mean yeah I I take care of things I value Mm -hmm. what's important I do prioritize look at this life flourishing under my care I say Mm -hmm. as I completely ignore you meowing Charles stop it (laughs) he's he's so cute okay let's talk about naming okay yes well so as you all know I had a long list of cat names that I think is on my twitter um, I really liked Poppy, but like when I took this kitty home, she just seemed so a little bit dark and French and uh, mysterious. Oh my God, the French are so dark and mysterious. So yeah, so that just didn't really work. And then I was thinking like Morgan Le Fay, like the queen of the fairies. 
um, but then it just still didn't really stick. And then I was listening to Fiona Apple in my car, and I was like, Fiona, Fiona. So my, yeah. So my kitty's name is Fiona. Her full name is Fiona Applecake. <gasps> Fiona Applecake. That just that name just fills me with such joy. It penetrates me yeah. to my very core. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so uh, happy that you have a companion during this time, dude. You know? Yes. Because video chatting is also really helpful. I did. Mm-hmm. So I, Hannah Hart, hate talking on the phone. Uh, mm-hmm. I only like talking on the phone to you. But you, you call me and you hear me. You hear what it's like when you call me. I'm like, hi, what is it? Yes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, uh, I got to go. Yeah. Because I got to. Not be on the stuff. phone. <laughs> 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 I just, I'm not a phone, I'm not a chatty Kathy. I don't like yeah. to sit on the phone. I like to talk about things on the phone, but like chit chat mm-hmm. is not really something, it's not a strong suit for me. Yeah. I love that about you, buddy. Thanks. I love that you don't like the phone. <laughs> I don't, no. I like to talk if it's like, hey, if you want to call and be like, hey, I've been reflecting and I have something to say. I'm like, oh yes, I'm here to listen as your companion in this life. But I don't like to be like, so what you do? Nope. Oh yeah. And actually this took me a little while to learn, I feel. Because sometimes I'd be like, oh, how's like, um... That plant that you got. And you'd be like, the plant is a plant. Um, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, uh, I'm sorry, but uh, I've only got, you know, I uh, have 24 hours in a day and 18 of them I need to ruminate. So this is really cutting into my looking yeah. at staring time. Hi, Charles. I also need that time. Look at this uh, man boy. Honey, why are you? I'm just trying to podcast there. He's behind me now. Hopefully that will sate him. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so I, so this, what's so funny about this whole, this, this thing is that the amount of people who are FaceTiming slash video calling me now. So I was like, oh my God, this is the horror of chit chat 2.0. What am I going to do? A video call. What is this? But it's actually way better that way. Because then both people are focusing on talking to each other. And so yeah, dealing... You can't really, you can't really multitask. You it's can't. Like sitting and looking at each other. Exactly. And dealing with, like coping with COVID, dealing with this, I found that like video calls and video conferences, I spoke to three of my siblings today on one giant group chat, including Maxwell, wow. my nephew. And it was lovely. Oh. You know, dude, you've really inspired me because I, I think I will um, give that a try because I have not, uh, I mean, me and my parents are all shy and weird as it is, so we don't talk on the phone that much anyways, but yeah, and oh my goodness. Okay, little side news. I think I inspired my mama because she got a kitty too. She, she got did. a new kitty. A new kitty. Yes. <gasps> and he's such a handsome boy. His name is Silky. Silky. Oh. Mm-hmm. So she, she, you know, I've heard a lot of people right now during this time are fostering animals um, because the shelters are going to have to, are going to re- really run down because there's only so many volunteers, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see these things circulating the internet, like foster a dog, foster a cat, foster an animal during this time. And I just want to put out one word of caution, which is if you are someone who is prepared to foster an animal, I encourage you to do so. For us, perhaps we could take on a third cat, but we didn't really stock up for three cats. We stocked up for two cats. And we had entertained 
the thought of getting fostering a dog. We thought about it for a minute. But what if that dog threw up on something? And well, and you, you don't know how your kitties would get along with you. It's just a risky know? time. But if you're, if you're capable of it, I do want to say that uh, fostering an animal is a good way of coping with the loneliness that self-quarantine, et cetera, can cause. Um, but please, 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 please don't just do it because Instagram told you to. Uh, this is, I mean, wow. I, we could get shirts that say, don't do it just because Instagram told you. And that applies to so many things. It does. Like like visiting Chernobyl. (laughs) Really? Um, Hannah, what kind of ads are you being served? Actually, (laughs) speaking of ads, we'll be right back. Chaboom, and we're back. Yay! So, okay, I I would like to say these are the things that I'm making a commitment to do regularly while I'm at home. Like my commitment to poop every day. <laughs> yes. Mm, very good. Very I good. mean, luckily I can literally play my banjo while working, like while sitting at my laptop. So I'm definitely going to be playing my banjo. Um, and I'm going to, gosh, you guys, I realized on like three different uh uh, 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 whatever's like profiles or something. I put like Hannah Gelb likes to paint and draw, and I realized I have not painted or drawn literally in like six months. Man, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you something that freed me. Okay, I used to make writing part of my personality. Being like, I like to write, and me liking to write is an aspect of my personality. And the more I shared that and said that, the less I did it. Because I realized that writing for me wasn't an aspect of my personality. It's a part of my experience of life. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that, dude. I like, I like thinking of it as a, a, an experience. Rather than a like a attribute or something, and so I feel like for you, it's like playing banjo, learning banjo. That's your hobby. That's your that's your public place, right? But like, I feel like it, if you do like to write and paint and draw, it's good to like have that be in your private place too. So you're not always feeling like you're failing at what your own form of experiencing the world. You can't, how, you know what I mean? That kind of pressure, right? Because I feel like because of the internet and because of like creativity as commodity out there right now, anyone who has that kind of way of experiencing the world feels like they have to commodify it and put it out there and tell right. everybody about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Continuously. And continuously. And that sucks. I, I encourage you to have some private time with your interests. Or not interests. I encourage you to have some private time with your own experience of the world. Like, do it for you, man. Or, like, not even for you. Do it with you, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Oh, dude, I really like that. I mean, that's such an important thing to say, not just for me, but literally for every human alive right now. It's like, you can do things and not tell everyone about it. Literally. I mean, that's how most of life was. (laughs) Do you know how many songs I have written lately about my little sad piano? (laughs) You know? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so delightful. I know. But, like, it's just for me. It's like I sit there and I do some improvisational nothing. Mm -hmm. And 
that's that, man. And I don't mm-hmm. put on my profile like Hannah Hart, musical genius. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I know I am. Right. I mean, I know you are. I know that's true. Right? But, like, nobody else needs to know. (laughs) Although I I am working on a piece uh, now called The Other Side of This Feeling. Oh. I don't know if it's, um, I don't know what it's going to be. But my, I just, I keep thinking that thought. I can't wait to get to the other side of this feeling. Oh. You know? Mm Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I uh, speaking of feelings, I'm I'm feeling (laughs) feeling I'm feeling I'm worried about the nation's extroverts. Me too. I feel like it's usually introverts. Has anyone checked on the extroverts? Like I feel like it's usually introverts living in an extrovert world, and right now it's introverts in an introvert world. Like what are they? What are they doing? I mean, okay, just to be perfectly honest. Being able to stay at home and not leave and not feel guilty about it Guilt is free. my dream in life. I have literally, like, it is my ultimate happiest dream to be able to stay home and not feel guilty about it. And I Dude. feel a little weird saying that because, you know, people's lives are at risk. This is not, like, fun, fun, fun. But I, but right now we're talking about coping with COVID. And frankly, right. as a plus side to me, guilt-free having time to just tend to my household, yeah. tend to my family, yeah. tend to my, like, just tend to my garden. Mm-hmm. Look, man, we were over capacity. Americans overwork themselves. We know that we operate at too high a level of production. Mm. So the fact that we're slowing down, I think it means we're going to be, ultimately, my hope for this time is that we're slowing down to resume at a healthier rate. Oh, God. Word. Snap, snap, snap. Like, like. So, Like, yes. like, like. Plus one, plus one. Uh, hort, yeah. hort, hort. Honestly, my, like, this is bad. But I feel like what would be even worse is if after this, things go back to the way they were. Because. I don't think we should too, let them. It's too. Yeah, we can't. We can't. We can't. We can't. Like, we can't let things go back to the way they were. Like, we can't health let wise, things, you know. Yeah. Healthcare wise, people. Uh, people not having the ability to take sick leave, hourly workers having no compensation for time off. Like we really can't let things go back to the way they currently are. I think, I hope that this inspires change. Mm-hmm. I'm, or rather, I hope that whoever's left on the other side of this are people that are motivated to realize how much of a community we truly are. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Like, what's important, and what's not even what's important? What, like, uh, to, like you know, all those things that we're so busy and kind of mindlessly chasing all the time. Like, at the end, yeah. they don't actually mean anything. You know, yeah. like I do now. I hear you, man. I hear you. You it's, know, it's a big wake up call, really. It is a big wake. It we. It's a forced slowdown. God, <gasps> did we do this? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh fuck! Did, I mean, you mean did we my end? motto going into twenty was taking it small, taking it slow. It was all about. Remember, I was saying like slowbatical. Mm, oh yes. Ooh oh, fuck! And the okay, power I'm making of the notion. secret. <laughs> Can I, mean, I assume responsibility for this? <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm not a religious person. <laughs> But this is taking on divine proportions. <laughs> Slobatical. Uh, 
And like I'm I I'm excited to see how much CO2 emissions dropped. Oh, know? me too. And oh, I know. Like the environment is like, oh, cool. They're just at their houses. That's nice. The air in LA is so much cleaner. Did you see the waters in Venice? Yes. Yes. I mean, that's another thing that is really good about this is it makes you realize like uh, it, it's not like we have to all go live in caves, but just slowing it down a little bit has a big impact. You know? It really does. What makes me excited is that I hope that people looking to now can see that we can still have the functions and the trappings of the lives that we love, but we don't have to do it at the cost of other human lives. We don't need to have such cheap products and such factory labor and such overconsumption and overproduction. And even on every scale of the economy, people who are flying planes, flying in planes to work all the time, it's a huge carbon footprint. I mean, I really hope that people take a hard look at where we're at right now and figure out what to take with them as opposed to trying to restart a system that was already broken. Right. And like what is actually necessary? What is actually necessary? I mean, Food, shelter, kitty. Kitty, right? Food, shelter, kitty, bro. Food, shelter, kitty. Food, shelter, uh, kitty, 2020. I would like before food, shelter, kitty, 2020. Before we go, I would like to give a couple Patreon shout outs uh, to oh, some. Oh, yay! Yes, a couple Patreon shout outs and to let all of our patrons in, our great listeners um, and uh, soldiers of love and justice tears know that Hannah Gelb and I, during this time, are working on our doodles. Our affirmations. Yes, so much time. So you're going to be mailed. Um, Don't worry, uh, viruses cannot live um, for more than 24 hours on top of the (laughs) surface of things. So you are more than welcome to open this mail uh, from us to you. If you haven't checked in on your Patreon account lately, make sure you have and you responded to any questions that have been asked. We are waiting for more replies from people requesting doodles and affirmations, etc. But just before I started this... Uh, I here's 11 comments from our wonderful patrons, and here is our Patreon shout-out. Yes, okay, our first patron is uh, Amanda Condon. She says, I am writing poetry, listening to podcasts and audiobooks, drinking lots of tea, and taking it one day at a time. It's always good to take it one day at a time. Oh, I love I love our earbud community. Mm-hmm. Spencer Parks shares uh, that they don't have the luxury of working from home. They still have to work around people. Boo! with five O's. Yeah, Spencer, good God. Bless your heart. I hope you stay safe. Yes, uh, uh, absolutely. Um, Next one is Chris Selness. He says, doing pretty well myself. My wife is an extrovert, however, and she's having a much more difficult time. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Has anyone checked on the extroverts? Like, thoughts and prayers to all extroverts and those living in in close quarters with extroverts. Because, yeah, this is unprecedented. Unprecedented. You know, maybe give them a boppy, like one of those tool, like kids toys that you knock it over and it just (laughs) goes back up. Uh, Amy says, I'm working from home, but struggling not to get distracted. My cat insists on crawling all over my computer. I'm constantly hungry, probably just bored, and find myself endlessly scrolling through TikTok. I feel lucky I have a roommate, so I'm not getting too lonely. I need to go grocery shopping, but that has always been an anxiety-inducing thing, inducing thing, even on a good day. So for now, I'm living off what I have, which is nutritious, but not very yummy. Amy, 
I think that you have a brain like like ours. <laughs> yes, and also um, remember to like we have to remember a lot of people working from home now have not worked from home before. It's not some seamless transition. Like you you know, there's a learning curve to doing it and having a right space and like maybe you're sharing with people and you don't like. I just feel like no no one none of anyone's employers should be like. Okay, you're working from home now? Well, good. Continue being a perfect employee and tell me everything you're doing. Like, blah, blah, blah. Everybody needs to be fucking flexible. Okay? Um, So go easy on yourself, Amy. Ah, earbuds. We truly are all in this together. And I know it's overwhelming to hear about what's going on in other people's lives. And while I encourage you to maintain compassion, don't fall into compassion fatigue. And the only way to keep from falling into compassion fatigue is to make sure that you are focusing on what is in your control, your household, your home, and yourself. So take the time to be selfish because there will come a time to be selfless. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll want to be There's prepared for it. There's only so much yeah. electricity in your body that can be expended. You know... Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Well, we have expended our electricity here. Uh, if you'd like to support Hanalyze This, uh, go ahead and head to patreon.com slash Hanalyze This. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, give us a like, a thumbs up, rate, review, etc. And you can find me on the internet at Harto, H-A-R-T-O, or Hannah Gelb on Twitter, which is one of my favorite Twitters, uh, at Hizzlegizzle, spelled Hizzle. <laughs> yes, and be sure to go to the uh, podcast Twitter um, at TanalizePod. Uh, as you know, I'll be working from home, which means I'll basically be on that Twitter. So let's chat and talk about stuff. Um, thank you so much for listening, guys. And we love you. We love you. We love you. Um, hey, you know what? Save yourselves and each other. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.